Every single human being has value and my value is not determined on how I look or what job I have or where I'm from, where I was born, how much money, all that stuff is nothing. So many teenagers, you know, tease each other for how we look and I tell the teenagers, do you think that I'm cool enough to be your friend? They're like, yeah, of course. I said, but I have no arms, no legs. They said, doesn't matter. I said, really? So it doesn't matter that I have no arms, no legs? I said, no, it doesn't matter. I said, then actually, if it doesn't matter, then why do we kill each other with our words if it actually doesn't matter? The ego, of course, looks for liberation from its unsatisfying, unsatisfactory state. It looks, it, the ego knows this is what it knows something is missing, but it always looks in the wrong place. You got to have a plan. Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. What's the plan? And your plan has got to have something I call the C5 complex. Your plan has got to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. You've got to have a plan. Why do we look ourselves in the mirror and see ugly instead of valuable? I want to ask you today, what are you looking for? If I gave you a billion dollars, would you be happy? If you gave me a billion dollars, I'd be very happy. But then if my mom dies tonight, am I happy? No. With all the money in the world, I'd never be happy. Why? Because money is something that cannot heal the soul. As we've already said, it looks there but never here. So it never goes deep into life, into what is. It ignores the simple reality of the present moment and looks in the towards the next moment for satisfaction, for the that which I can add that will make me complete. Hence its obsession with future, with the next moment. And when you're trying to do something that you're truly passionate about, there is no plan B. Okay. Plan B it. sucks. All right. You got to have a plan. I mean, All think right. about that for a second. <clears throat> Michael Jordan won six NBA championships with the Chicago Bulls because he was committed to plan A, not plan B. Oprah Winfrey became the queen of all media because she was committed to plan A, not plan B. You know, so many people put me down and say, Nick, you look too weird and no one's really offended. And you can't do this and you can't do that. And I couldn't change anything. It's not like just fixing my hair one day and everything's fine. It's not like, you know, just whatever. I couldn't change my circumstance. I couldn't just one day wake up and say, hey, give me arms and legs. I need arms and legs. You know what I mean? Like, I went to a bodybuilder, you know, and said, can you make me some arms and legs? No, I'm joking. <laughs> bodybuilder, you get it? <laughs> right? So this is the thing, you know, I go up to people, can you give me a hand? You know, I'm just joking. <laughs> but it was so hard because people put me down. And hence, everybody lives that way, almost everybody, as if the next moment were more important than this moment. And isn't that strange? It's a form of mental illness because the next moment doesn't even exist. Hey, I understand. Change is scary. With the status quo, you know what you've got. 
and you shake things up, there's no telling what you might end up with. But two of the things are true about change. One, it's absolutely necessary for personal growth, and two, it's gonna happen. Either you can pick the time to instigate the change you want, or the change in the time will pick you. So if you happen to be one of those people who's standing on the sidelines of your dreams, waiting for that perfect moment, and you want to make that change but you just don't know if you're ready, this life lesson is for you. It's time to stop digging your potatoes and jump. And I started believing that I was not good enough. I started believing that I was a failure. There'll never ever be somebody who people would like or people would accept. And it was so hard, man. I thought to myself, I, you know, I can't go on, the, go on the soccer field like everybody else and I can't ride my bike and I can't skateboard and all these sort of things. And I started getting depressed. I thought, what kind of purpose do I have to live? I mean, do you, are you just here to live to die? I mean, is there not a purpose for me? Is there not a purpose in life? And I had questions and no answers. And I asked my mom and dad, why did this happen? I asked doctors, why did this happen? They, they don't know. There are some things in life that are out of your control that you can't change and you gotta live with. The choice that we have though is either to give up or keep on going. Except as a thought in your head. That's the only absolute reality that future has is it exists as a thought in your head. And it is fine as for practical purposes. It's a helpful thought that there is such a thing as future because it enables you to make an appointment. As long as you're going forward. And one day you add all those baby steps up and you might be surprised at where you can get to. But more importantly, I remember something my mom used to say to me every day. She would say, son, the cavalry ain't coming. You got to do this yourself. Ain't no backup. Okay? Mm -hmm. And when you put those two things together, man, um, it wasn't as hard to keep going forward as you might think. See this phone here? Let's say that I want to go to the phone, right? And I start from over here. Now to get to the phone, it's not like I'm going to start meditating and going hum, right? And float across the air, right? It's not going to, it's not going to work. It's not like I'm going to go hum and woo, you know, it's not going to work. So I have to take one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. You can only take one step at a time. I don't care how big your step is, it's only one step at a time. You can't do two steps in one. You understand? So it's like one step at a time. And you take steps in this direction, you take steps in that direction, sort of get lost along the way, and sometimes you fall down. So it's helpful. We got here because of future, because of this thought that there is such a thing as future. But there isn't because nobody has ever seen it or touched it or experienced it. And since nobody has ever seen, touched or experienced it, we can assume that it doesn't exist. And obviously it doesn't because when the future comes, it's the now. Yeah. I had two suits, man, that I had to wear every day for a year. One blue, one gray. So what do you do when you fall down? 
get back up. Everybody knows to get back up because if I start walking, I'm not gonna get anywhere. But I tell you, there are some times in life where you fall down and you feel like you don't have the strength to get back up. The next moment comes that you wanted to get to and finally you get there and it turns out, oh, it's the now again. <laughs> and the ego runs away from it, not realizing that what it has been looking for is hiding here. We're my business on Wall Street, getting on the train to come back to Midtown, one o'clock in the afternoon. Normally, there's a low, this train should be empty. But on this day, the train was full. Full of people, all in business suits. A guy recognizes me, comes over and says, hey, are you Chris Gardner? We started talking. Turns out, I'm in a car with the first wave of the 55,000 people who had just been laid off by Citibank. And I noticed something. Everyone's holding a box. You've seen the boxes, you've seen them on television. They've got their house plant, their coffee mug, the pictures of their kids. And they're all going home. They're all going home to tell their wife, their husband, their children, and the landlord they don't have a job. I began to share with this young guy that, you know what? Yeah, you lost your job. But you haven't lost your skills, your talent, or your expertise. What we've got to do now is create opportunities where the skill, talent, and expertise can be transferable. Creating an opportunity and looking for a job are two different things. This could be prime time for pushing your button. Rather, finding your button. So, so, sort of put a mask on your face when you come to school and pretend that everything's okay when it's not and you go home and lay in your bed when no one's looking at you, when you don't have to impress anybody and you're yourself. And fear comes in. You know the fear that you have as soon as you walk into the doors of your house, maybe it's a broken home. Maybe you have doubt in your life Maybe you don't know for sure what's going to be happening in the future and it scares you. Maybe, about, maybe you're worried about what people think of you, what people say about you. Just that fear paralyzes you. And I just want to ask you today, do you think you have hope? No matter what form this now takes, it is hiding where the conditioned mind, which is the ego, has never really looked. Prime time to find that one thing that you love to do so much, you would get up in the morning and do it free. Prime time to find that one thing that the sun cannot comes up soon enough in the morning because you want to go do your thing. This could be that time in your life. Because I tell you, I'm down here, face down, and I have no arms, no legs. It should be impossible for me to get back up. I mean, you go home and tie the legs and arms of your brothers and, and sisters and, and like push them down and see how long it's going to take to get back up. You know what I mean? 
you know, you can tell them that you'll see them tomorrow, you know what I mean? But this is the thing. It should be impossible for me to get back up, but it's not. It always made the now, at best, into a means to an end. Okay, this now, I need this now because it enables me to get to that more important moment, which is the future. Okay, a stepping stone. You see, I will try 100 times to get up, and if I fail 100 times, if I fail and I give up, do you think that I'm ever going to get up? No. But if I fail, I try again, and again, and again. For as long as I try, there's always that chance of getting up. Does that make sense? And it's not the end until you've given up. And just the fact that you're here should persuade you that you have another chance to get back up. Get out of the way. I want to get there. Every, every person that comes in, I want something else. The ego always wants not this. It wants to use this to get there. It wants to use every person that comes into now to get there. So every person the ego meets, okay, are you going to enable me to get to the next more important moment? How can I use you to get where I want to get to? There's still hope. I'm not here today to tell you that I understand your pain. I don't know how it feels to be abused. I don't know how it feels to feel, quote, fat and you've got an eating disorder. I don't know how it feels to have a broken home. I don't know how it feels. But I know how it feels to have a broken heart. And I know how it feels to be alone. <laughs>